0: Hi, I'm Charity O'Shea, and you're listening to Indecisive, where you get a look into the topics my friends and family are interested in. On this podcast, I make the people around me choose the topics, because I'm indecisive. Okay, this podcast, we decided to uh, record the conversation of us trying to think of what to do for the next podcast, because we're indecisive. (laughs) Okay, so one of our ideas was to do it on uh, human trafficking. And there was this thing going around on the internet where on Amazon there was um, cabinets for sale. And this, the cabinets, like the names of the cabinets were of girls, like girls' names. that, And they happened to be all the names that were on the cabinets were also girls that were missing in the U.S. And the price of the cabinets were just like incredibly high. Like you would no one would ever pay this much money for a cabinet. So people suspected that it was like human trafficking. Did they people ever buy them? I don't know, but there was also one about party hats. Like there were these hats and that sparkles on them and they were boy and girl names and they were incredibly expensive. And um someone on TikTok was raising money to try to buy one. Um and he wasn't doing it to, like, obviously be yeah. a human trafficker, but he wanted to see if it was real and so he could contact the police if anything, like, suspicious happened. So, we could talk about that. Yeah. Um. We could talk about how Gen Z uh, started, like, the Black Lives Matter protests. Gen Z did a lot. Yeah, Gen Z did do a lot. Honestly, we get so much crap, but, like, I feel like this generation is the most... It's the rudest generation by far. But we're also, like, the most connected because of the internet. Like, we can connect with anyone. So
1: Gen, Gen Z also doesn't care about other people's opinions. For real. They do what they want and when they want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me feel bad for some of the teachers. I bet this is, like, <laughs> some of the hardest years of their teaching career.
0: Yeah. But also, we're hilarious. We're this, all so funny, this I is swear. True. And... Um, anyways the Black Lives Matter thing remember when we went to Kenosha like right after all the protests happened and there was firstly graffiti everywhere which honestly was beautiful I loved mm-hmm. the graffiti but um, that car dealership where the Black Lives Matter protests, protesters, um, uh
1: burned down the building
0: yeah they burned down all the cars and the building and the owner of the car dealership couldn't pay it because the city was making him pay and he couldn't, so he committed suicide. Yeah.
1: His family. That's kind of sad. That's so awful. Yeah.
0: That's like... I... I think that there could have definitely been a better way of going about the Black Lives Matter protests, and especially the riots. Um, but I do think that there needed to be change, and it needed to happen immediately. And so, it definitely helped. I mean, obviously... We can see change already happening in some places, but I feel like there could have been a better way of going about it.
1: They shouldn't have been burning down innocent people's buildings.
0: Yeah. I definitely think they should have thought about it more not been so reckless. But when you have so many people, like, with the same mindset in the same area, some of them are just going to be, like, out of control. Reckless. Yeah. yeah. So we could talk about that. Um, we could talk about, what's another thing?
1: Phone thing.
0: Oh, yeah. How phones were supposed to be for like emergencies. Yeah,
1: phones. So phones went from like being really big and heavy, so you could only have them in your house or on the streets in certain areas and you had to pay for them, to being like brick phones that you could carry around in your pockets, but they were pretty heavy. And then they went to really small phones, so you could use them for emergencies. And then they put a computer inside of your phone. It was still small, and now you could use it to play games. So Screens are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now they're making phones that fold into tablets so you can fit them in your back pocket but have a big screen still.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny. It just keeps, like, going and going and going. they
1: are going to carry, like, whole computer screens with them every single day when they walk around. It's not convenient
0: anymore. Yeah, that's facts. But everyone's just so addicted to their phone that they don't care. If you got rid of all the phones, everyone would know... No one would know what to do. For real. I was watching this TikTok where someone said... It was it was about the menthol things actually, and someone said um, they're taking when they're taking away menthol cigarettes, like people are going to be dependent. People are dependent on those, and um, they're like people are still going to buy it. Just like gun control, you take away the guns, people are still going to get guns. And I was saying like if you take away phones, if phones were banned, people are still going to find a way to use their phone. Yeah. Like there's no way to, because people are so dependent on on their phones. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: it's kind of silly that they're banning menthol cigarettes. I we s- talked
0: about this in the last episode.
1: I don't care. I, I just really think it's kind of ridiculous. It Let people make their own decisions in life. I get menthol cigarettes are really bad for you, but people smoke those every single day. Now, I get maybe trying to like lean people off of them and brand different cigarettes that are like, these are better for your health, even though they're still really <laughs> bad for you. Yeah. They're not going to crystallize your lungs. Yeah. if you just take things away people are just gonna get them illegally
0: yeah that's that's true very much um it's like uh the the dark I don't know why I thought of this but the dark web like there's three parts of the internet there's the surface web the dark web and the deep web and the the dark web I think I don't know if I'm mixing these two up but the dark web is like where you're private information is. It's like where your private Instagram account is or where your password for your Gmail account is. But the deep web is where uh, like worse things go on. But honestly, the statistics show that it's only like 9% of the entire internet is bad websites on the deep web. So it's a lot less than we think. When we think of the dark web or the deep web, we always think of like bad things like human trafficking, guns, drugs. But uh, it's actually not that bad. And I was thinking about it. It's hard. It's so hard for people to get into the deep web, which means that the only people who are going to be there are people... Who like know what they're doing, and so it kind of gives all the bad people a place to just be instead of like having all these bad people roam around the internet normally. It's kind of like jail. Jail is for all the bad people in quotation marks. Yeah. If we have like a space for them, then they're not in in the public, in the open. It's harder for people to get in contact with these things. That's very true. That was kind of a ramble, but
1: it's like it's like cyber people to go to jail and Mm -hmm. but on the internet.
0: Yeah, and it's not. (laughs) <laughs> like they're they're.
1: I never thought about it like that.
0: Yeah, they're going there on purpose, not on being forced. Yeah. You listened to Indecisive, where you get a look onto the topics my friends and family are interested in. On this podcast, I make the people around me choose a topic because I'm indecisive. Today, I was joined with my best friend. Um. Goodbye.